Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I got a stacked show for you today. What exactly would an invasion by the Chinese Communist Party of the United States look like? Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. You keep saying that. You keep saying that. It was a conspiracy theory that they'd fly planes into our buildings, too, that China would unleash a virus on the globe that would kill millions of people. Those are all conspiracy theories, too. So you libs stick your head in the stands, uh, in the sand, like the useful idiots that you are, while we stay prepared and stay ahead of the news cycle. We're going to get to that today. And just one quick thing before we start. So predictable. New York Times, I'll probably cover it in more detail on Monday, but the Ohio train disaster, disaster going on right now. What do you think the New York Times' angle on this is now? Of course, fellas, Republicans pounce. Republicans pounce on disaster. Disgusting. Again, absolute filth. I just want everyone in Ohio to understand the New York Times doesn't give a crap about you. They only care about politics and Republicans pounce stories. That's what the New York Times thinks of you. They think you're the big smellies and the deplorables, and they don't care one bit. Just FYI. Loaded show for you today. This story, listen, I'm just going to be straight up with you. Today's show is not going to be cutesy time. If you're not ready to hear about this, I understand if you need to bail. I'm going to produce the receipts about exactly what it's going to look like if China decides to start World War III. And it ain't looking good for us. Technology ain't going to save you. First, today's show brought to you by Relief Band. This is my actual relief band that got me through chemotherapy. This stuff worked. Uh, this magic, uh, this relief band worked. Absolute magic. It was pretty simple. Two buttons. Turn it on. Turn it up right there. It's the number one cleared FDA. Anti-nausea wristband has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. My daughter uses it when she goes on the boat. She gets a little motion sickness there. Whether you need everyday relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's like the name says. Relief band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. Now you can use your HSA and FSA dollars to get a relief band. So put that money to good use and fix your nausea problem for good. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. We've got an exclusive offer just for the show's listeners here. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head on over to Relief Band, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com, and use our promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. Thanks, Relief Band, for uh, everything. This product got me through a lot. All right, Joseph, it's Friday, my good friend, so let's go. It's Friday! Poor guy was up with me at like four something in the morning cutting uh, video clips, man. I was sitting at my kitchen table and pitch black in the kitchen. I didn't want to wake up anybody in the house. With a cup of coffee, you usually come up into the office, but uh, I have been thinking about this show all night. I am, I'm so excited and scared at the same time to bring it to you. It's not going to be cutesy time. You think a Chinese invasion, Chinese Communist Party invasion in the United States is not on their minds? Nah, they're not thinking about that. Well, they are. What do you think it's going to look like? Well, I don't know. I grew up, I saw that movie Red Dawn in what, 1984 or whatever. Red Dawn was a silly remake made later with a Russians invade the United States. I think the remake, it's the North Koreans or whatever. Drop a bunch of paratroopers in and all that other stuff. No, it ain't going to look like that. It ain't going to look like that at all. But make no mistake, World War III starts. There will be an invasion. And it's already happening. 
Here's their real plan. Here's what it's going to re- really look like. And I want you to keep these four terms in mind. It'll happen in this order. And I'm going to produce the receipts to back it up. It's going to be first infiltration. Second collaboration. Third destruction. And fourth subjugation. Infiltration, collaboration, destruction, and subjugation. That's exactly what it's going to look like. So let's walk through if you think this is all BS and some crazed conspiracy theory because you're a liberal nut living in fantasy land in your mama's basement eating your Ben and Cherries, smoking weed and watching porn all day. Let's go through the receipts to show that I didn't just make this up yesterday. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Let's address the first two parts of that. The Chinese Communist Party's infiltration and collaboration with key institutions in the United States to make sure they have the new Vichy French. Oh, we'll get to that in a second, too. Infiltration's important. Kind of paves the road. You can determine who the friendlies are, Joe. That way, when World War III starts and you get uh, detonate your EMP and take out the United States, you have to subjugate everyone. You know who the locals you can trust are. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Nah, China hasn't been infiltrating our institutions. Come on, Dan, you're exaggerating. Am I really? It's a fascinating report here by the Heritage Foundation. So I'll be in the newsletter today, by the way, bongino.com slash newsletter, if you'd like to read any of this stuff, in case you think, again, it's a conspiracy theory or something. China infiltrating our education institutions. This is dated May of 2021. It's not even new. Confucius Institutes, China's Trojan Horse. So the New Republic magazine and the Conservative National Association of Scholars both warn that these Confucius Institutes, sponsored by China, by the way, are not innocent cultural centers offering Chinese language instruction, which they pretend to be. They are rather a key stratagem of China's soft war against America. Oh, interesting. In the words of one of their senior researchers at NAS, it's to teach political lessons that unduly favor China. Oh, man. (laughs) Soft war against America. By infiltrating our educational institutions and softening them up to Chinese Communist Party ideas. It's not like that's happening, except it is. Infiltration, collaboration. Now, communists, including Chinese communists, communists all over the world, have laid out this battle plan and described it forever. Now, keep in mind, liberals are the collaborators with them because they want communism in the United States because that's who they are, far left radical liberals. But the crazy thing is, Joe, the battle plan they're using through our institutions, educational, business, and otherwise, which we're going to lay out, they've told us about it since the late 1800s. They have. Here's an interesting thing from Catholic uh, News Report. The long march through American institutions continues. They actually called it, this is crazy, Joe, the long march through the institutions. Creative. (laughs) It's <laughs> right. Genius. It's a phrase coined by, by coined by Italian communist Antonio Gramsci to describe how a society could be subverted without recourse to arms by co-opting society's chief institutions, schools, universities, courts, corporations, media and political parties. Dedicated leftists could affect revolutionary change. They've only been advertising this. For. Uh, over a century now. But yeah, just keep your hands over your face, uh, libs, or actually be useful idiots and collaborate with them. Just pretend it's all a big conspiracy theory. 
You know, a fair question. I should open that. Why are we bringing this up now? Uh, Joe Biden being in office, being a collaborator, number one, hiding documents about it, number two, and three, Chinese surveillance balloons mapping out our military, military institutions, number three. Uh, there's what they call in the business the news peg, if you need one. Now, in case you think again that Gramsci's long march through institutions and communist planning, infiltration and collaboration in the United States for well over a century, again, is some kind of new idea, and maybe everybody missed Gramsci. The warnings have been around forever. Here is a KGB defector and a former communist, Yuri Bezmenov. Maybe use him on the show often. This clip's a little long. It's about a minute and 40 seconds. This is the one I totally screwed Joe over with this morning. I was like, Joe, cut this video. He responds back 10 minutes later. It'd be nice if you gave me the link to the video. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Here is one minute and 42 seconds of Yuri Bezmenov, KGB defector and communist, describing the long march through institutions and exactly how it goes down. Take a listen. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. KGB defector telling you about 85% of what they do is ideological subversion through infiltrating our institutions, media and otherwise, and doing it so effectively that the American people can't even tell what the truth is anymore. Kind of like a PP tape exists of Donald Trump in Russia. And still roughly 40% of the population of the United States, the moron population, believes it's true. Sound, for, sound familiar? Warnings are everywhere. You can heed them. Or you can stick your head in the dirt. Still confused? Ah, oh, come on. They're not infiltrating our institutions and collaborating with uh, political leaders, educational institutions. You just gave one example, the Confucius Institute. Oh, look, here's a couple more for you. Here's Chuck Grassley, United States Senator on the Republican side, testifying at a hearing about just how infiltrated the Chinese Communist Party has, um, just how the, the degree of infiltration they have with the Biden Inc. family, a powerful family. It used to be a United States senator, was the vice president of the United States, and is now sitting in the Oval Office. 
I want you to listen very closely how he describes exactly who the Biden Inc. family is dealing with. Take a listen. We acquired authentic bank records that substantiated findings of our previous two reports. They financially linked Hunter Biden and James Biden to entities and individuals connected with the communist Chinese regime. We also acquired business records with Hunter and James Biden's signatures alongside those same Chinese nationals. How were they supposed to be paid? According to bank records, there were wires from companies linked to the communist regime. In three floor speeches, we made those bank records public and asked this question to our partisan detractors, the same ones that I mentioned throughout my remarks and maybe a lot of others. Are these official bank records Russian disinformation? Huh. Payoffs to influential political figures and their families in the United States? Oh, believe me, Biden Inc. isn't the only one. Not even close. You know, it's interesting, too, that when the Chinese Communist Party wants to infiltrate and collaborate with uh, institutions of education, powerful political figures in the United States, prepping what could be an invasion of the United States one day and the destruction of society as we know it, it's interesting how they do it. And they the payoffs involve businesses that would be critical for them to maintain subjugation over the United States, like effective beans, bullets, gasoline and an energy supply. I want you to listen to Republican Jim Comer in this brief segment here about the Biden Inc. operation, China, and a suspicious tie to the energy industry, too, because that'd be pretty key for the invasion, wouldn't it? Take a listen. We find evidence that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in a scheme to try to get China to buy liquefied natural gas and from a whistleblower to try to get their foot in the door with, start, with China starting to purchase an interest in natural gas drillers. Now, people are, are in outrage over China buying farmland in the Dakotas. What about China starting to buy into our American energy industry at a time when we have an energy crisis because of the bad policies of the Biden administration? Now, let that sink in. Again, it's almost as if they're planning to dominate the Western world. They've got their invasion plans down and they're already prepping food, energy, all that stuff. You, you, th you think this is all by accident? You think this AOL article by devoted leftists, by the way, Isakoff and, and, uh, and Yahoo News, new Hunter Biden revelations raise counterintelligence questions. You think this is an accident that Biden, Hunter Biden was dealing with a guy named Patrick Ho, who was deeply connected to a Chinese energy conglomerate? So much so that when he got locked up, one of his first calls, Patrick Ho, was to Hunter Biden, who described him as, quote, literally the effing spy chief of China. Oh, Biden also talked about phone calls he'd gotten from his father, Joe, about media inquiries into his business affairs. Infiltration. Collaboration. It's right in front of you, folks. All right, well, they're infiltrating politics, our educational institutions. Sounds bad, Dan, but at least we've contained it there. <laughs> no, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. Not at all. Times of India. Chinese Communist Party buys media influence by paying millions to U.S. dailies. Oh. And magazines, says a new report. 
Kind of sounds like what Yuri Bezmenov, KGB defector, was just chatting about. How you can engage in cultural subversion by buying into media outlets and interrupting the long march or engaging in a long march through institutions so much so that you own the media and the media gets to promote false narratives that confuse the American people so they don't know the truth anymore. And it sounds like the Russia hoax, doesn't it? All right. I mean, politics, educational institutions, president of the United States, his family. It's a big deal, Joe. Media. I mean, at least we've got, you know, sports. Oh, <laughs> we don't have, yeah, we don't have that either. San Francisco Chronicle. Benefits of the NBA-China partnership. Well, there's the money. How about that? How about well, okay. Sports, education, politicians, media, president. We're safe. Don't worry. We still at least, you know, Tom Cruise will save us, Joe. I mean, he can fly an F-14 out of a foreign <laughs> base that's 22 years old with Rooster and take out F-5 generation fighters. So Hollywood will definitely. Oh, no, they're not. They're not going to save us either. Heritage Foundation. How China's taking control of Hollywood. Think this is all an accident? Well, at a minimum, folks, at a minimum, now we're in real trouble. So the long march through institutions seems pretty complete. Entertainment, politicians, schools, sports, the NBA, you name it, they own it. At least our intelligence community would, uh, would warn us if there was some Chinese invasion engaged to infiltration, collaboration, destruction, and subjugation. Uh, you sure about that? The Hill. China's already infiltrated America's institutions. Beijing is working aggressively and with some success to co-opt American intelligence officers. Oh, and they go through a bunch of examples there too. Okay. We're a capitalist country, guys. The bulwark against all of this. Yeah, damn. The big obstacle. The finger in the dike, Joe, is most definitely American corporations because corporations, of course, are capitalist endeavors economic freedom and liberty. They don't believe in any of this stuff. So they're certainly not collaborating with the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's not going to happen either. Ah, crap. Bloomberg. Yes. Sorry, buddy. Sorry to burst your bubble. Yeah, it's a tough one FBI today. and MI5 warned that China's spies are snooping everywhere with the goal of ransacking companies' intellectual property here in the United States. Of course, we've also heard... Major investment titans like Larry Fink, we'll get to that later at BlackRock, talk about their love affair with China. Yeah, so that's kind of not going to work either. Well, I mean, they're infiltrated our energy industry, education, politicians, the NBA, sports, Hollywood, corporations. At a minimum, they invade here. Not going to be able to feed themselves. I mean, what are they going to do? They got to set up supply lines from China. It's almost as if the Chinese Communist Party has already thought about energy and food by buying farmland. They haven't bought up farmland. All right. You know what? I think Ronnie Jackson had something to say about this congressman from Texas. Uh, on a show recently, he was on on Fox. They have a few acres somewhere in like Martin County here. I think that's it. Um, maybe the degree of it's just a little more here. Check this out. You're reintroducing uh, what is known as the Farm Act which combats foreign entities from buying American farmland. And I want to give our viewers a sense. One country in particular has 
you know, hundreds of thousands of acreage in the United States, and it's China. Here's they have three three hundred eighty three thousand nine hundred thirty five acres of farmland owned by the Chinese government inside the U.S. How does this happen and what can you do about it? Yeah, this is uh, the number of acres that have been bought up by uh, foreign entities has gone up exponentially over the last few years. And now there's 40 million acres in the United States, 5 million acres just in the state of Texas worth about $70 billion that's owned by foreign entities. And, you know, this is them controlling our sp- supply chain, mainly the Chinese from the inside out. Wow. <laughs> Buying up all that farmland. That's a lot of acres of farmland. It's almost like they're like preparing for something. Ah, don't worry again, Libs. Just, you know, head sand and all that. Biden doing nothing about surveillance balloons. His family collaborating with the Chinese, hiding a bunch of classified documents. I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. It's not like this has ever happened before, by the way, where a country's been invaded and then bought and sold politicians who are collaborators, have worked with that country to subjugate their own population. Oh, that has happened before. Joe, being a student of history, is very familiar with... The Vichy France. Oh, yeah. The Vichy France. I I just went to simple Encyclopedia Britannica. The anti-Republican Vichy government collaborated with the Germans and became increasingly a tool of German policy, especially after the Germans occupied the whole of France in 1942. What, not 1542? No, it wasn't even that long ago that something like this actually happened. That may explain, by the way, why Joe Biden gets really, really testy when you ask him why he sold out to China, him and his family. I'll get to that in a second because some entrepreneurial reporter actually dared to ask him that question yesterday and he got really pissed off really fast. Kind of strange. Collaborators, infiltrators. Let me take a quick break for a second here. LifeLock.com, folks, the internet's one of the best tools for making and keeping connections with people all over the world. But you should always be careful if any of your connections become more serious or turn romantic. Why? Cyber thieves are experts at manipulating our desires for love and attention into scams designed to steal identities. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. I have it for me, my kids, my family, my mother-in-law, everyone. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot in your own, like loans taken out in your name or crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help you protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino. For 25% off lifelock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Go today. Don't get your identity stolen. Happened to me. It was a total disaster. So back to the show. So I told you their plan is their invasion plan. It's not going to look like Red Dawn is infiltration, collaboration, destruction, and subjugation. I think we just made a pretty conclusive case closed case that we have been infiltrated and there are collaborators out there. One of them is Biden Inc., that's why Biden gets so testy when he's asked about this. This happened yesterday when he was questioned about his family's ties to China. Take a listen. Criticism. There's been criticism that this was. There has been criticism that this. Sir, Mr. President, Mr. President, there has been criticism. Mr. President, there has been criticism that this was an overreaction that was done because of political pressure. You come my office and ask a question. We have more polite people. Mr. President, there's a lot of overtalk there. It's not Joe's. 
fault. He tried to clean it up. But the question was about his business family ties to China. And he says, ah, he gaffs him off. Hey, let someone come to my office later when, when this is more polite. Polite? That you're an infiltrator and a collaborator with your family with the Chinese Communist Party? Kind of concerns me. They're only our largest nuclear-powered foe with plans on taking out the West. No, there's no plans for taking out the West. Come on, Dan. Again, this is a big conspiracy show, is it? Because you know what's interesting? There's a left-wing outlet there out there called Brookings, far left-wing outlet. It's one of those think tanks, folks. They hate Trump. I mean, they were key figures in the whole Russia hoax, Brookings. You can listen to all my shows or just put in a search engine. You know, Brookings Institution, Russia hoax, and you can read for yourself. So Brookings is no bastion of right-wing values. Which is fascinating, because back in 2021, 2021, they wrote about, quote, the long game, China's grand strategy to displace the American order. You can read it right there in a left-wing outlet, how China's goal forever has been to displace Western values with Chinese Communist Party values. So let's now talk about the destruction and subjugation part of the infiltration, collaboration, destruction and subjugation invasion of the United States. Because I just told you that even Brookings acknowledges that destruction of the West is their goal. So what would it look like if it's not going to be a red dawn scenario, Chinese paratroopers all over the United States? It's not going to happen that way. The way it's going to happen, because they'd be, they'd be immediately killed. They would be destroyed. Even though our air defense system has been shown to be weak, we can pretty much detect planes. That's, that's fairly obvious. So they'd have to soften us up first. There's no way they'd be able to invade or subjugate the United States by doing it through a traditional invasion. It's just not going to happen. They don't have the Navy for it, the Air Force for it. It's not even close. But what better way to do it than to castrate and defenestrate our Navy, Air Force, and our military by floating balloons over military bases? Something like that sounds like it just happened. And with those balloons attaching electromagnetic pulse devices high in the atmosphere, that would send radiation out through the atmosphere and effectively destroy the entire electrical grid for that specific area and region so that nobody has batteries, nobody has electric, nobody has a single functioning circuit, and we're all killing each other. That way, when China comes over to subjugate us, there's only a few weak people left. Come on, that's not going to happen. I want you to listen to this. My friend Grant Stinchfield is a cool show out there. He had State Senator Bob Hall on. Bob Hall knows a lot about EMP detonation and balloons in the atmosphere. And he describes how balloons are the perfect vehicle. Balloons, it kind of sounds like something that just happened. How high altitude balloons are the perfect vehicle to detonate an EMP to basically take out the United States and soften everybody up first. Here, take a listen. We know it's real. And the EMP threat, we have known about this. Uh, matter of fact, a balloon was used in 1958 to lift the first uh, one megaton bomb up to about 85,000 feet to detonate it to see just to see what would happen. And lo and behold, they got this huge electromagnetic pulse that uh, surprised everyone. Well, they thought that was big, but it wasn't until about four years later in the early 60s when they started launching them uh, much higher, a couple hundred nautical miles into outer space before setting them off. And the pulse got even bigger. It got so big that it was knocking out the power grid in the island, and we had to stop testing. Uh, Russians experienced so, the same thing. So, Senator, you're telling me the higher up it goes, the worse the event of the EMP, rather than 
being just, you know, uh, a few thousand feet above the city of Chicago or, God forbid, city of Dallas, where I live. Oh, oh absolutely. A, a, a low, a near ground burst will have a lot of local impact with the kinetics like it like happened in Japan. But high in the atmosphere is still going off in the atmosphere. And, and its effect of line of sight is line of sight. And so getting above the atmosphere, then you get it from coast to coast and border to border. But uh, what 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 the, the mechanism is, is that uh, if high in the atmosphere, you won't get the kinetics from it. You won't get things blown up. Nobody will be killed. Not, no animals hurt, trees hurt or anything. But the gamma rays coming off of that nuclear detonation will, will impact the particles in the atmosphere, knocking the electrons loose, which then are affected by the Earth's magnetic uh, field and starts to swirl, and that'll do, induce a very, very high 2,000 volts per meter uh, current in anything electrical and electronic and will burn up everything that is electrical electronic in line of sight of it. So, uh, you know, uh, again, I'm all into kind of like reading the signs. The signs are everywhere. We see that commercial about that college. It's the signs are... So communists have been warning us now, Joe, for decades, if not centuries, about the long march through institutions. Uh, they've been taking over our institutions, collaborating with politicians. Uh, the technology to take out the United States and soften us up for an invasion is already there. Uh, the spy balloon technology at high altitude has already been demonstrated. And if you were to detonate an EMP over, say, military facilities, or other regions, you would take them out so they'd be entirely ineffective and couldn't respond to a China invasion anyway. But don't worry, it's not like China is sending spy balloons over military sites worldwide. Uh, oh, oh, they are. Here's a New York Times headline that says, China sends spy balloons over military sites worldwide. <laughs> it's almost as if China knows this. You think State Senator Bob Hall, very smart guy, is the only person who knows that? Oh, Dan, you're giving a plan to the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. A multi-trillion dollar Chinese Communist Party economy hell-bent on the destruction of the United States, even according to left-wing Brookings. You don't think they've thought any of this through? Nah, of course not, Joe. They're playing tiddlywinks. Twiddling their thumbs. Let me get back to this in a second. Let me take a quick break. Because it's not like China already has like police stations and stuff already set up in the United uh, oh. States and North America in case we're going to knock. I mean, come on. Let's not be. Come on, dude. That's a conspiracy theory. I mean, come on. That's it's not get ahead of ourselves. Right. They don't they don't already have these locations set up or anything. Stop. Joe, please. I mean, you're going to turn the audience off with your nonsense. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. You need to get, get a cup of coffee. Wake up and go to blackout coffee. Why? This is my favorite coffee. I absolutely love this stuff. You tired of the same old coffee, garbage, liberal flavored coffee brands? Then go with this company. I love these guys. Blackout Coffee. They're the coffee option. They love their conservative values. You want to talk about a parallel economy company? It's Blackout Coffee. They are loud and proud. They support the Second Amendment. They support the Constitution. And the coffee is the best I've had in eons. It is absolutely delicious. I like it. Strong. Blackout Coffee. The bag they just sent me that'll be gone in about five minutes by the time I'm done with it. I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company, 100% committed to our values. From sourcing the beans to roasting, roasting the beans, customer support or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic. They're dedicated to promoting conservative principles and accept zero compromise on taste or quality. 
Please check them out. Support this great company. I'm proud to have them on board as a sponsor. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. And use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Try it. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Can't recommend it highly enough. Fuerte, man. It's strong, too. <laughs> it's good. Delicious. It tastes like coffee, not brown water. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Check it out. Coupon code Bongino. All right. So, I mean, the Chinese Communist Party <clears throat> invaded our institutions, flying balloons, balloons that could carry EMPs, which could take us out, um, you know. But they would also need kind of bases and people there in advance kind of on the ground. You know, they don't have that. Come on, Dan. They've got people in institutions and our businesses and stuff. But it's not like they have actual police stations in the United States. It's not like they've actually opened police stations in the United States and Canada, except this is so bananas. The New York Post reported in September that China's opened police stations in the U.S. and Canada to monitor Chinese citizens. Gee, this is so public. This is so uh, this is just so weird. Did you just yeah. throw that in there? So he's like refuting everything I say. I just told you there's no way that's happening. And he's humiliating me right here. He's doing lifetime research, Joe, making you and I look silly. <laughs> well, like, I mean, this is this show is simply embarrassing. He may not be here on Monday. Oh, there's more? He's all right. I mean, again, folks, it's not as if also they have potential spies and Chinese nationals flooding our country at our borders either. Uh, that's definitely not happening. But, uh, you know, I see Guy working over there. I get a look at the screen. It looks like he's going to make me look like a jerk again. The Daily Signal. Encounters of Chinese nationals at the southern border spiked. Experts offer an explanation. I'll give you one. The Chinese Communist Party is infiltrating our country with spies. Getting ready. Getting ready for the day they invade Taiwan to give us the big double barrel middle finger. I think we've made the case here that the infiltration, collaboration, destruction of the United States and subjugation of all of us is not only something they're thinking about, but planning. If you ignore what we just put out there, then I can't help you at all. You're just uh, really a total ignoramus. But you may be thinking, especially if you're a liberal, like, no, no, we'll be saved by our technology here. I mean, we're just so much smarter than them. Really? We are? They flew a balloon over our territory, over the uh, basically the entire United States, and uh, we did nothing about it. You sure about that? No, no, we definitely have an advantage, you know, AI and all that. Oh, we do? Cyber News. FBI director warns that China's AI program is a threat, calls it deeply concerning, not constrained by the rule of law but built on huge amounts of stolen data. You know Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum? Yeah. He recently, yeah, yeah. He recently, recently acknowledged in a speech that the technology advantage, whoever beats uh, and wins the technology advantage, AI and other things, will probably control the world. Klaus Schwab, great reset guy. They love the Communist Party, those guys, those World Economic Forum folks, right? Here's Klaus Schwab admitting that you control the technology, control everything. Take a listen. And I agree. Artificial intelligence, but not only artificial intelligence, <clears throat> but also the metaverse, new space technologies, 
and I could go on and on. Synthetic biology. Our life in 10 years from now will be completely different, very much affected. And who masters those technologies in some way will be the master of the world. Who masters the technologies will be the master of the world. Our lives in 10 years are going to look totally different. Oh, yes, they are, Klaus. Oh, yes, they are. You think our technology advantage is going to save us? Here's Biden yesterday admitting that we used a series of $400,000 missiles, one of which missed, basically to shoot down what now appears to be a balloon from a bunch of private actors, probably worth no more than about 50 bucks. Take a listen. This community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. Still think our technology is going to save us from the subjugation we may be looking at if we don't pull our heads out of our collective asses? Good luck with that. You know, my hope is you watch this show in 10 years and everybody laughs. Oh, what an idiot. That guy was crazy. My fear is that you won't. You'll be watching it from a far different perspective if you're allowed to. And by the way, this uh, Bellagi put up an interesting Twitter thread yesterday. Isn't it kind of fascinating how while this successful infiltration, collaboration, soon to be destruction and subjugation is going on, that the media collaborators and useful idiots have all of a sudden seemed to have switched from wokeism in their language to statism? Isn't it kind of weird how now that they feel like they've got full and complete control through the midterms and with Joe Biden engaging in the most radical communist far left-wing agenda we've seen in years, they fully weaponized the FBI and the intel communities, the cultures, academic, entertainment, sports, all of it. Now all of a sudden they support statism? I thought this was the party of the libs that hated the police and the armed apertures of the state. Read this Twitter thread. At B-A-L-A-J-I-S. The New York Times is transitioning from wokeism to statism. Because the U.S. establishment doesn't want domestic chaos anymore. Now they're in control. So you'll see less riots calling for abolishing the police and more funding for riot police. Less on toxic masculinity and more on troops for foreign wars. Foreign wars? Didn't the left hate foreign wars? Yet they're the ones, Guy, right, with the Ukraine pins all the time? Hey, love it now. So strange, right? So the commenter, uh, commentator on Twitter says, you, you doubt this? How to show it quali uh, quantitatively? Here's a chart here about the sudden rise in February of 2013 and the sudden fall in March of 2021 of wokeism terms like racist, gay rights, gender neutral, whiteness, white privilege, white nationalism. You can see this massive spike from 1970 to 2018. And then you'll note that there's been an interesting drop-off, implicit bias, stereotypes, traumatizing, victimizing. Weird. It's almost as if they're moving on to the next stage, the subjugation portion with their collaborators. He notes also it's very weird how this is the mirror image of what's happening in China right now. After the Chinese Communist Party consolidated power, Xi was just reinstituted as the leader. They didn't need to do zero COVID anymore. After the New York Times consolidated power, they didn't need maximum woke either. 
Kind of strange, right? How the libs who used to hate the FBI, foreign wars, the CIA, corporations, are now in love with them. Love the FBI now. CIA, they're all in as long as they're attacking their enemies. Corporations. Corporations. The liberals love their corporations now. One of their big heroes is this guy, Larry Fink from BlackRock. And conveniently, Joe, this is really weird. He loves the Chinese Communist Party, too. Here, take a listen. Markets like actually totalitarian governments where you have a uh, understanding of what's out there. And obviously, we're, uh, the whole dimension is changing now with, uh, as you said, a democratization of, uh, of countries. And, and democracies are very messy, as we know in the United States. Uh, you have opinions changing back and forth. We have a business in China. We are trying to build Chinese savings like we build savings in every other country. Um, we work with them on retirement. We work with them on trying to build a better future for their, for their um, uh, citizens by building a retirement market. They own over $2.1 trillion of U.S. Uh, securities, the Chinese does. I mean, there, this is a very interconnected relationship. I can already see it, but the, the lunatics at the Media Matters and others. Dan Bongino, conspiracy theorist suggests uh, China could invade the United States. No, that's not what I'm suggesting at all. I'm telling you it's already begun. All right, I'm going to move on. Scary stuff, huh? I'll give a quick thank you to the audience. Let me get to my next sponsor. I got some questions, of course. And it's a very sad anniversary today as well. We'll get to that. Um, my last sponsor today is... <laughs> is mypillow.com. Don't cut that out. That's pretty funny. He's like doing a thousand different things. Folks, so your veteran CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. You ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? Kind of defeats the purpose of a towel, right? Which is supposed to be soft, feel good, but actually dry you. That's why we use MyPillow towels in my house because they actually work. It's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code Bongino. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code Bongino or call 800-837-0459. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Bongino. Thanks, MyPillow. Um, a quick thank you to you all for a couple of things. If you'd still like to donate to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, uh, we're not at our goal yet. I'd really appreciate it. It's Bongino.com slash LLS. Uh, my daughter and I raise money for it every year. We'd really appreciate it if you'd, uh, if you'd uh, help us out there. Totally up to you. I understand money's time. And a very big thank you for this. Triton released its uh, top podcast metric, which comes out, I believe, monthly. And we moved up another spot of the, what, 3 million podcasts on planet Earth. Uh, we are now number eight. So thank you. That is uh, outstanding. That is due to you. And uh, I know Guy and I yeah. sat here this morning, and, and, and Joe has been with me from the absolute beginning. I mean, worked for nothing when we started. Uh, this is quite a journey from my basement in Severna Park with a couple moving blankets and a crappy microphone to uh, this. So 
Thank you all very much. We deeply appreciate it. And if you'd like to subscribe, as always, you can do it on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. Those uh, subscriptions and follows are free, but they help us a lot. They keep our marketing costs low. We don't have a big operation here. So thank you very much. Okay. Uh, also, it is the sad, tragic second anniversary of the death of the greatest broadcaster in the history of this business, Rush Limbaugh. So I would be remiss broadcasting in his spot to not recognize that he was a trailblazer and neither this podcast nor conservative media as we know it would exist without this absolute titan and legend of the industry. I'll be doing uh, more of that on my radio show later as well on some of the stations he used to be on. There's no replacing him. man. He was the greatest of all time. God rest your soul, Rush Limbaugh. Okay, it's time for questions for Dan. This is at Doc T Money. Dan, I try to support a lot of your sponsors and other conservative commentator sponsors. That's very nice of you. I feel it's a way to be active in the mission. I'm reluctant to donate to the GOP, but I have no problem supporting individual candidates. Where else can I go and gift modest amounts of funds to maximum effect to advance our cause? Keep the faith. Uh, I, I think the individual candidates is the best way to do it. But if you have some money, there are good organizations out there. Um, I like... Judicial Watch is one of them. They do some really great work. Tom Fitton's group over there. Uh, they do good work. But honestly, you kind of answered your own question. My personal preference is just give to the candidates, folks. Uh, really, I, I, don't, I don't trust a lot of these organizations. The, but some of them helped us out in our race in Maryland, but very few. So I would just stick with the candidates. All right. At versus. Hey, Dan, you always say Joe is in Maryland. Well, that's because he is in Maryland. <laughs> Does that mean he is remotely connected to your home studio? Or is he physically there with you when the show is recording? Uh, no, he's in Maryland. And I'm I live in, in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I assure you. No, how we... Uh, all right, I'll give you the kind of the backstory. We, I lived in Maryland, obviously. That's how I met Joe. We were together the whole time. I moved. Joe's in Maryland. If that changes in the future, up to Joe. Uh, but we're building a studio down here. We'll have some room, et cetera, et cetera. But no, Joe is connected to me. Via computer. I hear Joe live time. Live time. Like I'm talking to him right now. You want, you want to do a test, Joe? I'm going to count. Give, me, give, give the next number in the series. Three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. No, yes. Very good. There we are. <laughs> very, very good. See, that's not a trick. Here's the catch, though. What you're hearing on the audio product is not what you just heard. Right. What do you mean? We do what's called a double ender. I'm recording on a computer right here, a completely separate Adobe Audition file. It does not have Joe on it. Joe's recording his own. And even though we're talking live, what you're hearing is not what I just heard. You're hearing Joe, through his technological savvy, merge two separate audio files together so it sounds like we're talking to each other. Even though we are, but what you're hearing isn't. You're hearing Joe's merge. And why do we do it that way? Because the two files are super clean. And what you're hearing over this computer is not very clean. So Joe's passionate about sound audio so uh that's why we do it that way good job dude well good explanation I, I, hey. man, not bad for a guy who knows absolutely jack squat about what you do <laughs> uh, hey dan at steven snyder i have back problems i know i'm gonna have surgery for it but i'm nervous i won't walk again god bless you sir i hope this goes okay what calmed your nerves down to have surgery on your elbow and the surgery coming up uh on your knee um i got actually surgery on an umbilical hernia on monday so i'll be off on monday are we doing a best of, Guy? No. Okay. So, 
I'm off on Monday and Tuesday of next week, so I'm sorry. I have to have another surgery, shockingly enough. Honestly, Stephen, uh, just prayer, brother. It's been hard. I've, I got a complaint from a listener yesterday. She said, Dan, you know, when Rush was dying, he never complained about his pain, and basically you should shut your mouth. And I took it to heart. I thought, all right, maybe it is annoying. It's, so for those that bothers you, I'm sorry. But uh, I'm, again, I'm not Rush. I mean, Rush was a better man than I was. It's just true. Uh, and this week has been a struggle. I think he and Joe can both vouch for me. I said I'd never do a show if I didn't feel like it. We kind of were teetering that line Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It hasn't been easy. So, uh, But I'm healing okay. It was just a more massive surgery than I planned. So the doctor did an amazing job. Saw him yesterday. But we'll be fine. Everybody has it a thousand times worse. So, you know, this isn't, we're not liberal snowflakes here. Hey, Dan, Kitty H32, what news outlet do you consider the most reliable? Uh, well, Fox, I mean, I work there. You know, it's interesting how many complaints I do, and I get complaints. Oh, Dan, Fox, someone said this on Fox, someone said that. But the fascinating thing is, I noticed with a lot of the criticisms over there, they never give you the alternative perspective. I just, I need you all to understand. And again, anybody who knows me can vouch for me. I do not need any more money. I promise my tech investments, trust me, I'm good. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, I'm not in this for the money. I have the luxury of working where and for who I want to. And I own my podcast completely. Completely. This is my IP. I don't need anyone. But people tell me all the time, they're like, this guy on Fox said this nasty thing about Trump. And then they totally ignore the pro-Trump side of Fox, you know, me, Hannity, sometimes Tucker, sometimes not. Well, then I'll hear like, someone on Fox said this. How dare they allow that guy on? And then they ignore the fact that the guy got into an argument with a conservative who called him out. I'm not saying the network is the pinnacle of perfection. They wouldn't say that either. I'm just saying mistakes are going to be made everywhere. But the thing about Fox is they have actual liberals on. Why? Because they want to give you both sides of an argument. I mean, there's a reason I go on the five with Jessica Tarloff and others. So you can hear me and her. CNN doesn't do that. They have fake conservatives on. So I enjoy it. They've never given me a hard time and they've never told me what to say. Ever. Like, what do you want to do on the air? It's your show. I mean, we didn't read. You can't go on the air and defame people and stuff like that. But you get the point. So in my opinion, you're free to have your own. Hey, Dan, at Chuckster3076. I was in law enforcement 41 years, 20 years on patrol. God bless you, sir. I saw some wild stuff. What was your scariest moment on the NYPD? I got into a foot pursuit with a guy with a gun. Uh, it was in right around, I believe, October of 97, maybe 98. And he ran down what I thought was a dark alley. And as I walked down a dark alley, it was about two in the morning. There was like a little crevice and I swear the guy was hiding there and I thought, I'm going to die. This guy's going to shoot me right in the head. I just walked right into a trap, like a fatal funnel, they call him. And I'm like, did you not learn anything from the academy? It was, it, it, you know, the moment lasted all of about a half a second. It felt like it lasted about 72 years. Luckily, the guy wasn't there. He had scooted under a van as he turned the corner and I ran right past him into the alleyway, but I would have been dead. He would, he had me dead to rights at Andy Limbaugh. Hey Dan, do you have a favorite assignment, good or bad that stands out among the rest when you were in the secret service? Oh yeah, no doubt. The uh, advance for Barack Obama 
at, uh, in Afghanistan. Folks, that was the craziest trip ever, man. From our helicopter ride to downtown Kabul that got canceled at the last second because of a sandstorm to the Delta Force guy not wanting to give up his gun as he walked in to get a Purple Heart from Obama and watching the SEAL Team 6, or excuse me, uh, the SEAL Team military aide to Obama did negotiate with the staff over this to the stories I was told by those guys to Air Force One, you know, threats of being hit by indirect fire from the mountains at Bagram. It was the craziest trip ever. So many, I kissed the ground when I got home. A a J-Y-D-D-E-R. Hey, Dan, has the growth of Rumble met or exceeded your expectations so far? It's an exciting time for the alternate economy. Folks, it has blown so far past my expectations. So much so. I think it was New York Mag this past weekend. I mean, a radical far left outlet. Even they were forced to acknowledge how successful Rumble's been. They did you see that piece? It's called uh, the only successful right wing social media company. It's about Rumble, and they're like begrudgingly admitting, like, man, Rumble's really blowing up. <laughs> he said they must have been tortured to do it. They were like waterboarded to write this piece about Rumble. It's amazing. No, it. It's really, really good. Hey, Dan, serious times call for serious questions. Why do you refuse to call your food closet a pantry? Gravitas 2020. This is the most <laughs> serious question yet. We're going to have to do a whole separate show on this. I, I don't know. I, I, I just hate the word. I, 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 I really don't have, I just, you know, those words, it's just like slacks that just get under your skin. Blouse. I just don't like the, I don't know. Names that just bother you. Like, Bertha, I have no idea. I just can't do it. But man, Gravitas 2020, real, you're a real P1, man. That You remember that. I, I can't call it a pantry. I refuse. I feel like I got to turn in my man card immediately. Oh, I went in my pantry for my protein shake. You did what? You did what? I can't do it. I'm sorry. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I so deeply appreciate it. Please uh, don't miss my Fox show tomorrow night, 9 p.m., I have that monologue I've been dying to do, exposing the disinformation machine at the beginning of the show. We've got some killer segments. I'm working on a segment right now, too. I'm hoping happens. It has something to do with that attack on that woman in Florida in the gym that you're seriously not going to want to miss. Unfiltered, tomorrow night, Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Please set your DVR if you can't make it live. Uh, our two minutes of show was number one last week. <laughs> the whole show, we'd like to make it number one again this week. We really appreciate it. And please subscribe to the podcast if you would. We deeply appreciate that. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Thanks a lot. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.